welcome to The Happy Writer, a show about creating and sustaining a long-term author career. My name is Patty Jansen, writer of science fiction and fantasy. I've published independently since 2011. This show covers motivation, diversification, learning new skills and your place in your career. Come on in and be happy. Episode 22 of The Happy Writer, I'm going to debunk a myth that goes around about self-published writers, that we spend all our time marketing and that marketing is somehow synonymous with self-publishing. This myth has come into being recently and I'm not entirely sure where it came from. It is a myth, however. However, it is also true that there are writers who do spend a lot of their time marketing. First of all, I'd like to point out that some self-published writers spend a lot of time marketing simply because we can. If you have a deal with a publishing company, they will hold so much influence over your book that marketing in the way that you see self-published writers do is nearly impossible. It takes heaven and earth to move a publisher to discount a book. They won't ever make it free, and even if they do so, they will not have control over all the territories. I have watched several traditionally published authors try to take part in promotions, just like the rest of us, but eventually gave up in frustration. It's just too hard. Some publishers are learning a little bit, but even then I very much doubt that they really get what it is that we're doing. For example, what is the point of lowering a book's price to 99 cents to apply for a bookbub, which they can and do get, because bookbub loves traditional publishers, but then reduce the price only in a few territories? Of course, publishers can't do anything else, because those are the rights they bought, but this just goes to show how incompatible the traditional publishing model is with our way of publishing. The traditional industry markets to bookshops and book buyers. We are trying to get the attention of the readers. Naturally, by doing this, we are going to be much more visible to the public. I think this may be the source of the myth. There are also quite a lot of self-published authors who do very little marketing or who will do the type of marketing that is not quite as visible. In order to start selling and to keep your catalogue selling, you will probably need to do some marketing, but a lot of this marketing does not need to be very visible or may not look like marketing. For example, making the first book in your series free doesn't amount to screaming buy my book on social media. Marketing also includes choosing your cover and your genre and your keywords and writing a good blurb. It is true that you are going to have to do this. This is not strictly a writing activity, but it will reflect in your sales. It is also true that the traditional publishing industry takes care of this, but then again, they are also unwilling to change it if a particular angle they've taken doesn't work. And what works in terms of sales is not a given, and whether or not a book does well is a matter of being in the right place at the right time, and it's heartening to see that a publisher has just as little control over this as we do. 
but a publisher in general is quite immutable about things like cover design and categories. They make a decision about this, very often don't consult with you, and then you're stuck with it. Probably you have heard about some of the well-publicized cases, especially in young adult fiction, of covers being changed after outrage, but mostly these cases are very rare, and to be honest, the changes that were made probably didn't result in a lot of extra sales. It was more about representing the book accurately. As a relatively well-known writer with a big publishing house, you do have some influence, but still they probably won't consult with you over the covers you get or the genres you get put in. These are marketing decisions that get made early in the process and that will influence sales. The difference between beginning traditionally published writers and self-published writers is that, actually, no, there is no difference. Most of the time, when writers start out, they put next to zero thought into what genre a book will be in and how they're going to present it. It's just that with the traditionally published writers, the writer doesn't actually need to do this, but the publisher will do it for them. With varying degrees of success, but that aside... Honestly, before you ever sign up with a small press, look at their covers and presentation efforts, because a lot of them put out, what shall I say, less than ideal efforts. A new self-published writer is likely to publish a book with a dreadful cover in the wrong genre, and then later realize they did it all wrong, and then the important thing is that they can fix it. They can change the cover and change the categories and change the blurb, rewrite part of the book if they really want to. These are all things you can't do as a traditionally published author. If it turns out that a genre didn't really fit the book after all, they're very unlikely to change it. But we can. Then we can relaunch the book and once again attempt to catch the public eye. It may only look like we spend all of the time marketing, because we can actually do this. If we want to run a price promotion, we need to let people know. No one else is going to send it out for us. Surprise! Most of the traditional publishers don't really have a very strong mailing list either. They're not particularly good at selling directly to customers, so they don't quite have as much influence as you think. Things are changing a bit, but they mostly still rely on the booksellers to do the selling for them. And of course, booksellers, especially the bricks and mortar variety, are much more interested in print, where discounting is much less effective and where selling books is a much more laborious process that involves huge back channels and middlemen the average person on the street would never have heard about. It is a difference in marketing tactic. We can actually run sales. You will very rarely see traditionally published authors talk about sales on their book. There are contractual limitations on book pricing. The sales don't flow through to the author quite as much. Promotions are going to benefit the publisher before they are going to benefit the author. When you're a self-published author and run a sale, you can see the effect by looking at your dashboard – Traditional publishers may let you know six months later how well you did. That kind of kills the incentive for doing this kind of activity. 
I have only ever seen one traditionally published author who spent an extraordinary amount marketing his own books. He was very good at it, too. He had it in his mind that his publisher would drop him if his sales dropped below a certain level. He became one of the bestsellers in the genre for this publisher, but the publisher dropped him anyway. This is really what I want to stress. We can market our books in whichever way we choose, and indeed, not all of us choose to do this. But we can do it because it is a possibility. We can do it because we see the direct result of it, and it is immensely satisfying. Or, on the other hand, if it doesn't work, we can work on our books and then we can change the presentation and try again. I don't think you should see this as a bad thing. This is actually a tremendous amount of fun. You get to think about your book in a way a reader would, think about the categories and where the book might fit, think about what the cover needs to represent and then see if it works. We can do that for a relatively low cost. Changing the cover takes a couple of days until the image has filtered through on all sites. Then you can run some promotions to see if it works. This can be immensely satisfying. This level of control is why you probably chose to self-publish anyway. But on the other hand, if you really, really hate doing all of this, it's a possibility that you can ignore all of it. You just won't sell very well, but that's okay if you don't really care and just want your book out there. I know some writers who just completely write for fun, hardly ever market, have pretty mediocre covers, and the books really don't sell, but they keep publishing because they think it's fun. I want to say in big screaming capital letters that this is okay. No one says that if you're a self-published writer, you have to be marketing all the time. If you want a successful career, you probably have to do at least a little bit, but here is another thing. We can do the sort of marketing that actually works. If you sign a traditionally published deal, you may be asked to do book signings and readings and appearances at conferences. You may have reviews in magazines or newspapers, or you may even have radio interviews and things like that. While these activities can be fun, but as an introvert I would probably hate it pretty soon, but a eh, there is plenty of evidence that most of these don't actually move the needle very much in terms of sales. We can do the type of marketing that actually works. Book and run a promotion. Lower the price. Make it free. Run pay-per-click ads to our books. Again, you don't have to do this, but if you do, you will probably see that it works which makes it kind of satisfying to do. The fact that so many people think that a traditional publisher will do all this for you is only partially true. They will probably do some marketing at the start when the book is first published, but then they will drop it in favour of their newer titles. The model is based on pushing new content out the door. They are only just starting to wake up to the fact that backlist sales can be very viable and important. Most of us survive purely on backlist sales. Our latest published book may be the eighth book in the series, and you're not going to market that. You'll always market the first book. Again, we have the control to do that, but the publisher will often just sit on those books or would let them go out of print. 
It is next to impossible to find certain books in certain series and certain countries. The traditional publishers have dropped the backlist and are no longer actively marketing it. With our model, we can still do that, and indeed, our model relies on lost leaders, first books in the series, to draw readers in and make them buy all the other books. You don't even have to discount those books. You can sell those books on your website and get a lot more money per sale. But you have control over your entire catalogue and can make a decision based on targeted discounts of specific books. A newly released book is only new for a couple of months, but a book can be new to that reader as much as 10 or 20 years later. Most books will eventually stop selling, but if you keep pushing them, some of them can keep selling pretty much forever. The self-published author who is continuously running high-level, expensive ads to keep their sales going is only one type of self-published author. Most of the time, authors just do targeted promotions, and yes, you will see some of this happening with self-published authors, simply because it is within their power to do so, and it's highly successful. Thank you for listening to The Happy Writer Show. Check out links and information about other episodes on my website at pattyjansen.com, where you can also find out about my books. You can support me by subscribing to the show or on Patreon at patreon.com slash pattyjansen.com.